T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Time to join John Hancock and Michael Kelly. Good morning, gentlemen. Yeah. Morning, Scott. Good morning. Uh, obviously, a lot to talk about with the midterm elections this past week. It's razor thin in both House and Senate. Looks like the Democrats will take the Senate, but the House is still up for grabs. I want to start by allowing you both to give an explanation for the results as you see them this week. Let's start with you, John. So, you know, there's never a single explanation for an election outcome. Uh, this was a disastrous result for Republicans. When you look at the underlying dynamic of the midterm, you had a president that was under 45 percent in favorability and job approval. you got the economy teetering on the brink of recession, inflation at a 40-year high. Uh, the, the, the underlying dynamics in this race should have produced Republican, large Republican majorities in the House and a Republican majority in the Senate. History would tell you that that should have been the case. Well, it didn't happen. And so the reasons it didn't happen, I think principally we nominated some really bad candidates. Uh, And that's largely attributable to to Donald Trump's meddling in Republican primaries. We lost some races, particularly in the Senate, where we could and should have won had we nominated better candidates. I think that's one factor. A second factor, I think, uh, is the abortion issue injected into the middle of this race in uh, in the summertime, I think made a marginal difference in favor of Democrats. If you look at the independent vote, Democrats won the independent vote narrowly in some cases, but that shouldn't happen in a midterm uh, to the party that's out of power. So, yeah, I think there were a number of factors. I think the principal factor on our side was that we nominated some really poor candidates. And by poor candidates, you mean ones that aren't anywhere close to being moderate? Is that what you mean? Well, you can be a conservative. Conservatives win all the time. Look at the conservatives who won. Brian Kemp in Georgia, Mm -hmm. John Sununu in New Hampshire, uh, Mike DeWine in Ohio. When we put forward good candidates that aren't crazy, uh, they do quite well. So it's not I don't think it's a question of being a moderate. It's a question of, of being a conservative who's talking about the issues of the day. Had we stuck on the issues, we would have won this race going away. I just wanted to clarify, not crazy. Is that's the standard? Okay. Uh, Michael, yeah. uh, a week ago, you know, you weren't that optimistic about what, what might happen on Tuesday. Obviously, things turned out differently. What do you think happened from a Democratic perspective on, on the, in the midterm elections? Traditional Republicans didn't support uh, the candidates that were election deniers and who were crazy. Uh, those who were nominated, uh, you know, principally because of their support with Donald Trump. Uh, This is a real problem for the Republicans going forward. It appears as though there's an effort now to dump uh, Trump, but I'm not sure that that's where the 25 to 30 percent of the voters who support Donald Trump will be. But look, Democrats had a great cycle. We beat history um, and we turned out our vote. But what ultimately put us over the top were a lot of Republicans who said, look, this this uh, candidate is unpalatable for me. You know, Scott, 
if you remember, it was about a month ago that President Biden gave a speech in Philadelphia uh, where he talked about extremism and MAGAism. And he kind of got made fun of for it because of the, the red backdrop and the ominous. I think he was right. I think it's exactly what happened. We saw a lot of the Republicans uh, voters say, look, I'm just not going to be a part of this extremism. And it cost the Republicans the Senate and uh, potentially uh, a large majority in the House. And uh, I hope they never figure out what they did wrong. <laughs> well, uh, another fact, another factor, too, is if you look at the early voting numbers that have come in, because they get counted by Ashton states like Arizona and Nevada, the Republicans pre-Trump uh, had a very effective and aggressive mechanism for getting our people to vote early. Florida is a great example of that. I mean, we had developed systems and political operations that allowed us to engage in that process. When early voting got discredited in the 2020 cycle, uh, Republicans shied away from participating in that process. The Democrats embraced it, and they actively organized. And you, the results are clear to see as the votes are counted. And I think that was, from a strategic standpoint, that was a mistake on, on behalf of the Republican Party. And if we, we'd better engage in early voting activities, because that policy is not going to change. And we can do it. We've done it. We've demonstrated that we could do it, and we need to do it in the future. Michael, what does this do for President Biden? It's got to be a shot in the arm, I would think. Well, absolutely. I mean, look, if he winds up controlling the Senate, which I think is a foregone conclusion now, uh, and potentially has uh, a House that, uh, you know, look, there's a lot of crazy folks that got elected to the House of Representatives who are not going to go along with the Republican way in a lot of things. And I'm thinking of Russia specifically. Um, it gives President Biden almost uh, an operating majority, even though he will be the minority. Um, so a lot of the programs that Republicans may have been upset about that were passed in the first two years, um, are likely going to stand because the Republicans won't have the votes to repeal them. And from the Republican standpoint, besides the fact that, you know, you say that there were bad candidates, uh, what does the GOP need to be thinking about for the next two years in terms of uh, getting back on track? Well, it's clear to me that relitigating the 2020 election is a loser. And we need to get off of that. Stop talking about yesterday's news by a long shot. And we need a candidate that's going to be forward-looking. We need to put forth a conservative policy agenda that speaks to the, the largesse of the Biden administration, handing this money out, driving inflation up. We need candidates that can articulate a conservative vision for the future of this country. And Donald Trump is not that candidate. And I don't know if Ron DeSantis is that candidate. He's certainly a possibility. But we need to start looking forward and not backward. If we keep looking backward, we're going to lose again. John Hancock, Michael Kelly, thanks for all your great work this past week. It was it was awesome. See you, Scott. All right. Thank you, Scott. Take care. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.